If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You lost because of two bills and you are, it's so poetic, Brian, speaking of writing, because you are the Buffalo Bills of fantasy football. You make it there a bunch of times in a row and you just can't, you can't raise the trophy. Yeah. Oh, I am. And uh, you know what? I'm like your hometown Chicago Cubs. There's always next year, right? Isn't that what they they say? There's always next year. You're 19. Steve Bartman situation that'll God, God knows where that guy is. God knows what kind of you know nose and mustache eyeglass situation he's rocking running around. And then, but then eventually, Brian, it's a story of hope. Eventually, it'll happen. It's a story of hope. I like that. I think that's going to be my team name next year. It's a story of hope. <laughs> It's Kay Adams from Up and Adams, and I have never won a parlay in my life. I'm Stephen Socks. Among other things, I'm the commissioner of the official Dunder Mifflin Fantasy Football League. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Off the Beat. That's right, Super Bowl edition. It's that time of year again, the most wonderful time of the year. As always, I'm your host, Brian Baumgartner. And today I'm bringing on not one, not two, well, two very special guests. First up, sportscaster extraordinaire and, well, my good friend Kay Adams is coming on the program, joining me to share her Super Bowl predictions, some advice about betting, the big game, though the advice mostly comes from me. And uh, look, 
she has an insider perspective. Few have. She has more coaches and players in her phone than, well, than just about anybody. So she has great insider information. You may know Kay from her six years hosting Good Morning Football, or hopefully you're catching her new show, It's Fantastic, Up and Adams, where she covers the top stories in the NFL today. But Kay's not my only guest. No, I'm also bringing on Stephen Salks, the esteemed commissioner of the Office Fantasy Football League. That season is over. He'll give us an update as to what transpired in this very exciting year 18 of the Office Fantasy Football League. Yes, somehow we have miraculously kept it together all these years. We have Stephen to thank for that. If you haven't heard the last episode where Stephen came on, introduced the league, well, you should definitely go and check that out. Look, this is a special day for me. I get to talk to Kay. I get to talk to Stephen about football on this podcast. What could be better? Nothing, as far as I'm concerned. So without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? First up is the incredible K Adams. Bubble and squeak. I love it. Bubble and squeak, I know. Bubble and squeak, I cook it every morning. Left over from the night before. Hey, Kay. Ryan. <laughs> What's happening? How are you? Where are you? I, I'm at home. I'm in my, my very, very high-tech, sophisticated podcast studio. I have a soundboard behind me. A soundboard? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, aren't you supposed to live in these Hollywood Hills? Aren't I supposed to be seeing you on one of those star tours? How, about, how can I not have run into you yet in my months here? Well, I don't live right in the heart of things I anymore. Know. Okay, you know this. Let's not. We don't. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> but you do, actually. What's your, where? Where do you live? What's your address? I'm not giving you my address, but I'll show you. Look, look how look how gross. Look how gross, LA. I am. Oh, oh my gosh! It's fabulous. It's really fabulous. She um, has a palatial pad. Everyone, <laughs> this is what this is what happens. When you work for the NFL. Well, this is what happens when you work for a sports book. Let's correct that. <laughs> Let's correct or, that. or fan duel. Potato, oh, potato. That's right. Listen, it is our very special, highly, highly rated, and it hasn't come out yet, Super Bowl episode. I want to talk to you about the big game, but I do want to do a, a, just, a, just a small touch on how the hell you got to where you are now. You went to Missouri. You yeah. you Miz? Is that what we call it? <laughs> Mizzou? Mizzou. Damn it. Mizzou. You Miz. You, um, you yes. That sounds like something entirely -Z -Z different. Z-O-U, yeah. You miss you miz sounds a little funny. Uh <laughs> yes, I went, I went there. College is like the least part of any sort of path of success. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't really pay attention in those like how to put a camera together and like go and shoot a package classes. I really didn't. 
Oh, you did. Uh, no, I worked at a sports bar, Willie's Pub and Pool during college. And I would work these awful slow happy hours and guys would come in and, and sit at the bar and gals and the games would be on or something would be on. And I would just talk, talk shit about sports with people. So much so that a guy that worked for Sirius XM and was just getting a job and launching the fantasy sports channel was like, you should be on the radio. You should do this. I always sort of saw myself covering red carpets for the office season premiere. Like I always wanted to be Juliana Rancic in the tight dress interviewing people because it looked so fun and easy. And then sports sort of dragged me in, which is cool. That is, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was literally about you talking shit at a bar and someone being like, Kind of. You talk kind of good shit. Yeah. I liked fantasy football because I had an older brother and I'm just naturally competitive. So that was easy for me. But I grew okay. up, football wasn't in my family. Like I have, I have Polish immigrant parents who don't speak English. Like they don't right. know. They're like, Brady still? Yes, I think. I'm like, yeah, Brady. <laughs> the things they hear about are hilarious because the things that trickle into, you know, the Giselle divorce played huge. In my family, just oh, that was the big story in your family. Yeah, yeah okay. not like, not like anything about anything else because it was the Bears in Chicago, and I never really like we didn't really latch on to that. Soccer was really big. We were very Polish community based, and my brother, you know, in order to assimilate and be cool, like what are the kids talking about at school with our Power Ranger lunchboxes, like football, Matt Forte, Devin Hester, like Rex Grossman. We have to talk about this stuff. So I followed his league, and I always liked football, but. It was never anything. I, I was never like, man, I really want to be like Joe Buck and I want to be the first woman in a booth. Like I never really had that. It was very casual how it happened, but I knew I wanted to be in front of a camera. Like you I knew you wanted to be in front of a camera. Yeah. I knew I wanted to do some sort of news reporting or something. Football, f- football found me, Brian. Well, I'm glad that you're not Juliana Rancic. I'm just going to oh. say that, although what? she's lovely and asks exactly the questions you would expect her to ask. I, uh, but I, yes, I'm glad you, you found this, um, obviously exploding as the host on good morning football, six years, seven years. My math gets weird. Six to seven years. Um, it was five years and then the Emmy winning year. So let's just call it that. That's the one that mattered, right? My last year, I, I won the Emmy out the door, Brian. How many of those statues you got lying around? One. Really? Yeah. Really? I got some SAG awards too, though. Dude, so dude, they ne- they're heavier. I didn't even. So, so we win the Emmy. Six right. years of work. They don't even give me an Emmy. I and, and I'm, I, I was like, can I pay for one? Like, how does that work? Because I know how. What that are you works. talking about? I'm not kidding. The ho- as far as I know, unless they completely lied to me, the hosts don't get Emmys for the show for whatever reason. It goes to like the producers who who created the show, who deserve it. Everyone deserves them, but I don't think that Peter, Kyle, Nate, or I got the statue. I asked for it wow. at some point. Yeah, isn't that kind of weird? Wow. Well, here's the thing. You can come over and hold mine. Okay, great. Whenever you want. I want the sad sad one's cooler. You can pretend that it's yours. (laughs) Thanks. All right. I got to ask you really quickly. In a little bit, we're going to be talking to the commissioner. You brought up fantasy football of (laughs) the Office Fantasy Football League. 18 years. 18 years we've been doing this Office Fantasy League. I got to just bring it up. Okay. I make the championship. I've never won. 18 years, I've never won. I think I'm top three the most. We've discussed this before. I've never won. It all came down to, I wrote down the stats. 
estimated before the last game of the weekend, 112.35 for me. This was okay. estimated. Okay. And the other person had 112.30. Oh, as much of a coin flip as you could imagine. Yeah. I had Knox and Josh Allen going. <laughs> and the final game. Was it week was 17 or 16? The seventh was against the Cincinnati Bengals that stops. Now, thank goodness everything is okay with Damar Hamlin. Yes. I and that goes without saying. You and I were texting at that yes. time. The the question is, how do you think that we should have resolved? It it didn't they didn't play, so it didn't happen, right? It didn't happen. So what I, I'm so curious to hear what your league did do. I took the year off of playing fantasy football because I just did not need the extra heart attack and I've been learning sports betting and I didn't need both. I, right. I don't know how I would resolve that. You could do per game points. You could do, I don't even know. You could do to go in. I don't even know. What did you do? I lost. I mean, oh. I, and it was, I had decided it. I basically, it was as though they were injured and they were on my roster and they didn't play. And the game was, some people went to, to the next week. Some people took like an aggregate score thing. I was going to say, but, you could have like averaged your points per who, who had, I don't know how to, how to, how I would even weasel that. I would probably roll it to week 18. Those, those were all meaningful games. They turned out to be, they yeah. turned out to be because of that, the situation. You just took an L you just benched your, what do you do? What do you do? What well, do you I didn't, do? I didn't bench. It was Monday night, right? It's the last game. Yeah. There's nothing. Everybody else has played. So what? Did, so who did you lose to? A writer. Oh, Owen Ellickson. Oh, those writers. Also, I know. They have the charm life. You, they really do. <laughs> you, you lost because of two bills. And you are. It's so poetic, Brian, speaking of writing, because you are the Buffalo Bills of fantasy football. You make it there a bunch of times in a row and you just can't you can't raise the trophy. Yeah. Oh, I am. And but you know what? I'm like your hometown Chicago Cubs. There's always next year, right? <laughs> isn't that what they isn't that what they say? There's always be, next year. You're 19. Steve, Steve Bartman situation that'll God, God, <laughs> God knows where that guy is. God knows what kind of you know nose and mustache eyeglass situation he's rocking running around. And then but then eventually, Brian, it's a story of hope. Eventually it'll happen. It's a story of hope. I like that. I think that's going to be my team name next year. It's a story of hope. Um, the big game, the Super Bowl. I can say Super Bowl. So many people can't say. All these people say you have to say the big game. Yeah. I, know, I think that's like a sponsorship thing. I don't care about that on this show. The Super Bowl. The most is, NFL thing I've ever heard. Is set. Uh, what, what do you think? So, well, first off, did San Francisco have a chance if they don't lose both their quarterbacks? Yeah. I mean, I, I was talking to Darius Butler, who had a great just – we're, it's absurd. We were talking about it today. How did you not have three quarterbacks dressed for that game? I don't know. How could you not? But it's a cautionary tale. And really, Brian, it's a story of hope. It's a story of hope for future teams. It's a tale as old as time. In these, I know, but in these title games, like you have to dress three. I was, I was sitting there like, are we going to get Christian McCaffrey throwing balls around the field? And so that would be amazing. You do you saw him? Yeah, he was putting on the quarterback helmet. He was their when, emergency QB. It's crazy. When when, jo when Josh went down, he was putting on the quarterback helmet, and then Purdy came out. I just don't understand. I don't under. I, yeah, I I can't understand it. I can't understand. Why not give it to Debo or McCaffrey to just throw the ball 
I mean, you're down whatever it was at the time, yeah. 31 to seven or whatever. It's like, you have to throw the ball. They're going to load nine, 10, 12 yeah. in the box. It's yeah. going to feel like. And you know, if there's one coach that has like the mind to have that it should be Shanahan. Like he's yes. got the hardware. He's got the plays drawn up. Like we've seen it in playoff games, planned plays where you've got Edelman throwing to Amendola from Brady. Like it happens. They beat the Ravens. They sink. Like it. Right. You couldn't, you couldn't lob something up. You didn't have something in the holster. Shanahan. Shanahan gets so conservative in big moments. I think not to be a psychologist here, as I'm not, but there's some major Shanahan scar tissue from 28 to three from the Super Bowl from. All, there's major like ooh, 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 when it gets to these situations, but the the, the not, I think so. I think he, I think he gets concerned. You saw it in the game previous uh, when they won with Brock Purdy. He just didn't trust Purdy as much, and there really wasn't a reason to. Purdy's been balling, and he just he gets a little a lot less aggressive in these big moments. Yeah, I think they could have. I mean, they had the number one defense. I don't know how Nick Bosa didn't show up in that game. I don't know how the defense let them down. Like offense kind of made sense, but I got to say, like the Eagles just seem they both. I would say like the Niners had the best team. Like that's what I would say. Like best team on paper on like they looked beautiful, but there's something about Nick Sirianni and the, the vibe of this Eagle squad. And he comes in there and he says, I'm going to start with the trenches and I'm going to make the D line and the O line sing. And now they're just running over everybody. Yeah. Miles Sanders, you got Boston Scott, like they're doing that. Um, and they did it at will against the Niners and, and Jalen, like the more I see and the more, the more I hear about him, like the more I ask people like Lane Johnson and Brandon Graham. And I was talking to Miles Sanders, not Miles Sanders, Boston Scott about this. Like he just wants to be that guy. Like when Carson Wentz mm -hmm. was in the building, Jalen Hurts was the last one in the building. Like people think the Carson Wentz stuff happened and as quickly as it did and got bad because people were seeing Jalen Hurts is that guy. And so I'd be surprised if they don't give the chiefs hell. I agree with you. Look, you said something that on paper, it, it seemed like the 49ers. The 49ers, the run that they were on was very beautiful and magical. And they've got Debo and McCaffrey and they've got those skill players. The Eagles, to me, you talked about knowing fantasy. I asked you about the fantasy thing. I know a little, a little something about betting. The line made no sense to me. That what that line at two and a half says is there are two equally matched teams. It's just that Philly is at home. And when you look at the offensive line and the defensive line, even the skill players on defense, you look at Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy. To me, the Eagles are, are, are better positionally as well. And they, they put it at even that made no sense to me. Yeah. No I'm, see, I'm just learning sports betting. I think I would love for you to come on my show. And I'm glad we're talking about this as I'm learning. I mean, I'm so, I'm a tragedy. I'm so bad at it. It's very fun. I see your parlays. Oh the parlays. I don't even understand. Can I just not do them ever? Like, what do I do? Just them well, I don't know what your deal is with FanDuel. I don't know what you were required to do. The money line stuff is boring to me. No offense. Like, is that riveting to you? That like, any of that stuff, like, Calling just even just picks seem so yawn fest to me. So the right. part is, I can get like that's that's exciting. Like and if you if you hit, that's just there's a bigger risk, bigger reward, right? So that's why I'm interested in that. But I think I'm done with them. You know, Fanduel doesn't. I don't have a deal with them to. I have like whenever I feel like it. If you I just want, want to do it, yeah. But Here, then we discuss. You know, they'll be like, "This looks interesting. What do you think?" And I'm like, "No." Like they, you know, there was there's <laughs> listen. I'm telling you, I don't know what the, who these guys are that are like these wizards back there with their like 
algorithms and their abacuses and all this stuff. And like, it's insane. And what I, what I'm trying to learn and what goes on back there. Um, but they've been super cool about letting me dabble, you know, 150 passing yards plus for Jalen Hurts doesn't like who, they don't want to give me that. They don't want to put that in my like boosted parlay. But I was like, this, I, this is what I want to do. Right. And I'm really cool about that. But I also don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I haven't won one. I haven't well, won fucking one, not one. It's interesting to me because you you talked about starting in fantasy. See, when I see your parlays and and what she does is she'll do like what she said. She'll do somebody, you know, getting so many touchdowns or this many yards. See, it's individual. So you're sticking in the in the individual kind of from those fantasy roots, yeah. whereas I don't I don't touch those. I, I don't touch those. I, I mean, in general, because I feel like I really don't know. I mean, like unless I don't know, you probably have every head coach's phone number, but unless I know what the game plan is, I don't know. Is Rogers going to score, you know, throw two touchdowns or three, you know, are they going to hand it off 50 times or not? Or like McCaffrey going to score a touchdown? Like likely he's done. Yeah. But then you're, but then you're paying really bad odds. Yeah. That's my thing. That's what everybody gets on me for. They're like, what, why are you even doing this? It's like the other, the expected value or whatever. Like, I just want to win. (laughs) I just want to win. I just need a win. And so I don't even know what I'll do for Super Bowl. I can't even imagine. I I literally can't. We'll talk. I'll give I'll give you something good. I, I don't want to like, like I you see like the prop bets interest me. Like no, I know. Yeah, I know. Heads like, or tails. Songs is Rihanna singing. Who is she bringing out? That's the stuff I need answers to, Brian. Heads or tails. Heads. All right. Maybe we'll have a wager on that. Oh, is that a um, thing? I've, I've never listen when you work for the NFL. Although that that's all changing in front of our eyes. Like it's just it doesn't exist to you. Like for me, do you understand? Like really. Really? Brian, Come on. I'm so, you have no, like, I, I would tell, why would I not tell? I'm telling you, no, definitely not in that world. But even before, before any job with the NFL, the fact that like, like my, like people I know would go and like, you know, they would have somebody to call before games, like talk to them about like, like having a little fun. I'm like, what? Everybody just does this and nobody talks about it. Like it's insane. Well, it's what, insane. what makes me like, it's definitely changed since they've, you know, DraftKings or fan, whoever is in business with the NFL. It's it, it always makes, it, I, I know you're Fandle. It always makes me laugh. When it, and it's usually, I know Al Michaels does it a little bit yeah. where there's, it's, it's late in the game and we'll say something like, well, this touchdown was meaningful for some people, right? Like it makes the over happen or, you know, it cuts the lead from nine to three or whatever. I don't know. That always makes sure. me laugh. I hear him saying it, but I, but I also am like, oh. It's one of those. Do you have Do you have any subject, Brian, where it's explained to you at nauseum over and over again, like you're a five year old and you're still like, huh? That's sort of what this is like for me, and it shows. Interesting. Well, I have a horrible skill set of musicians, songs, albums, that stuff. Like, I can basically answer, you know, what music are you listening to, and then beyond that. And they're like, oh, what album do you like? Mm, no clue. No, no clue. No clue. I can remember Thriller. <laughs> Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. That was an album, right? I, I, album. I can I can do that, but I can't beyond that. No, I can't Are you do it. Excited about Rihanna? Oh yeah. Last year was good. 
Last year was great. I feel like nobody's talking about Rihanna. I'm very intrigued by that. I feel like last uh, year, remember there was that like crazy commercial they spent like a big billion dollars on? Yeah. Like, it was the same cost as one, one of your cameos costs. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, let, oh, let's move on. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Cincinnati and who want to get the Chiefs? Uh, you distracted me. The Chiefs. Were you surprised? Who did you? Who did you? Who did you think was going to win? You know, I love the Bengals. I know we both yeah, love the Bengals. I know. I, know. I, I was talk about this. Uh, I was disappointed. You're a Cincinnati guy. I fell in love with the city, as you know. You're from there. My my dad is from there. Yes, but your yes. dad's from there. But yes. you, you went when you were younger, right? Like, yes, when I was young. Yes, that's right. You get the whole Midwestern vibe. I mean, you're not yes. all barrels down there, but they're eating the chili. They're having a yeah, good That's right. And uh, I, I really like the team, and I really – I did not like – I have a lot of text messages like, I don't like this energy, this we're going to go in there, and like we own we own the homes thing. But I thought to myself, well, Joe Burrow, it doesn't care. Like he's not 
this team does not think that they're going to go dominate, that they're prepared, they're fine, they're cool. But the Chiefs clearly just listen to all that stuff, like unbelievably yep. so. And so I'm just annoyed that anybody who says that there's no such thing as bulletin board material and there's no such thing as like motive, it all exists. It's all it all exists. It's all real. And it wins people games. That's what I think. It's why Belichick, who is such a genius, will not let these players say anything. Open their mouths. Exactly. Everyone. They won't say because he doesn't want to give any little, little advantage in the meantime. And I know this for a fact. He'll print out every tweet, every awful thing said about any of these players or how they can't do it. And he will slip it to them in meetings all week long leading up to a matchup. So it matters. And it played a role. I mean, Travis Kelsey's. I was just about to say jabroni line. I'm peeing and I'm, I'm, I'm a bangle. I'm peeing in my pants laughing. I think it's so funny. Am I watching WWE? What's happening? The fact that what I was just about to say is if you need any proof that what you're saying is true, that that stuff matters. It's the first thing he says after the game is over. He references the mayor of Cincinnati. It is literally the first thing he says. He doesn't even, yeah, that's all the evidence you need. It's so funny. I don't know the, the name of the mayor of Cincinnati. And this is like the biggest story in sports and nobody knows. And everyone's so mad at him that nobody cares to ask. Like, do you have any, I have no idea. His name is, or it's just that Cincinnati mayor. That Cincinnati mayor. I know. I mean, Travis I had missed Kelsey the story. Cincinnati. That's the other funny part. He what? Say it again. Travis Kelsey's a Cincinnati boy. He is? He went to Cincy. First. Where did he go to school? The Kelsey's? Both Where? of them? I'll just look. Ah, thank you. University of Cincinnati. I didn't say you were wrong, no. to be clear. I, I did not. I did not indicate that you were wrong. I didn't say you were wrong. Where did Jason go? Oh, my God. I don't know. Let's Alabama. Say. Really? Uh, No, I don't know. Oh, Cincinnati. They both went to Cincinnati. They both went to Cincinnati. Wow, breaking news here on Off the Beat. Both the Kelseys went to Cincinnati. All right, Super Bowl week, the parties. You go to all the parties? No, I haven't done that in a long time. When okay. I was on Good Morning Football, if, like last year the game was in L.A. and we were up, I think you remember, we were up at like 1 a.m. I joined you guys. Well, not you, yeah. but I joined someone. Oh, I did the weekend edition. You know, I needed to do it closer to the game. They needed my insight closer to the game. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if the Packers ever go back and ever again, will you go to the parties? <laughs> <laughs> I look, I, I find it. It's interesting to me. This is it's entertainment. It's, it's all entertainment, right? Yeah. You think of sports being different from television shows yet on the list of the most watched television shows every year, the Super Bowl is at the top. It's entertainment. So to me, the whole thing is fun. It's entertaining. Yeah. I enjoy it. Are you working this year? I am. I'm going to Arizona. I, I mean, I'm here, right? This is this is a Super Bowl episode of Off the Beat. So I'm yeah. in, I'm in Arizona. I'm loving it. Haven't been to any parties. I don't I don't love even if you know somebody that knows I remember hitting you up Super Bowl week in LA last year and being like, What what are we doing, big guy? Let's go with the town. And then I was in bed and then early. You didn't yeah, you went to bed at like Did seven you o'clock. Last year? No. Yeah. No, I was working. I work. That's yeah. all I do is work. I know. You're the smart. You're, you're Brian does it the right way. You're, <sighs> no, I don't know about that. Who's going to win? I don't know. Why don't you FaceTime Aaron Rodgers right now and ask him? 
He's not playing. Spoiler <laughs> alert. I don't know. I don't uh, know what. Here's what I think. I think both of the QBs are hurt. I know. I don't know why I said QB. I don't ever say but QB. What, worry, what worries you more, Brian? A shoulder on a quarterback or an ankle on a guy who can likes to go deep and likes to be mobile? I I feel like no one's talking about Hertz's as much, which I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I, I hear breaking news here from me. Philadelphia is going to rush way more guys than Cincinnati did last week. I don't know what was going on there. They could not get to Mahomes. I'm like, if you just get to him, if you just get, he's on one leg, get to him and it'll you're the you win the game and they couldn't do it. It was really weird. They will do that. And they'll they do it in waves. That's how they got to Brady that in 2018, remember? They just kept adding new guys. I mean, Brandon Graham, the same guys are on the team. They got veterans, they got young cats. Um, Hassan Reddick is a total game changer. He's a crazy incredible. He's incredible. He's so scary. And he's he wasn't nominated for Defensive Player of the Year, which I thought was crazy. I don't know, because there's so many ways to look at this. You've got Chris Jones, who's playing out of his mind. But is he going to do anything against that Eagles offensive line? It's the best offensive line. Like, is that – I'm going to go with the – I think it's – oh, man. I want the Eagles to win, but I'm scared the Chiefs win. I think the Chiefs are going to pull it out. Because Mahomes just looked so good last week. He looked so good. And I think Jalen Hurts – is hurt, and I think it showed in the game. I, it showed in that game. I agree with you, which is a crazy thing to say because what they won by 30? 31 7, I think. Yeah, but I'm saying it's crazy to say that we're concerned about his health with, with how much they dominated that game. But I'm with you. I, I think they're, I think they're both hurt. It's can the Eagles run? They have that offensive line. Can they run all over the Chiefs like they did? against the Niners, I would have to say yes, because they did it against the Niners. But I don't know. There's also the experience factor. Like I give the the Eagles all the credit in the world because, you know, the Chiefs, they're trying to make a dynasty thing happen. They've had pretty much the same guys. They got rid of Tyreek Hill, a couple offensive linemen, all of that. But the Eagles, like, who do you have there? You have your owners the same and your GM, Howie Roseman's the same. You have a different quarterback. You have pretty much all different weapons. You've got, you know, a whole different regime out there, a new head coach calling the shots and you're back in it. That's more impressive to me. That's pretty cool. It's very cool. I I think it's going to be a great game, but your pick is the Chiefs. Begrudgingly. I don't, I don't love it, but uh, I don't know. I just want, I want Sirianni to be, I, I just need Sirianni to make a, like a, just be crazy and have fun and, and make it happen. And I want it for AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts, but the shoulder, I mean, if I'm judging it based off what I saw from Jalen last week, I got to pick the better quarterback. And that's the one that somehow on one leg did what he did. You heard it here first. I you know. heard it here first. The Chiefs are going to win. I'm going to take the Eagles. <laughs> okay. Just to be contrarian. Are you making your way to Arizona? Uh, We'll see. You know, I'm like a butterfly. Sting <laughs> like a bee. <laughs> I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I might be there. Uh, hey, Kay Adams. You're the best. Listen, Up and Adams, your new venture. Are you having fun? Yes. It's, you know, it's a startup. So it's every day is like a, you know, I light my hair on fire and then do it again the next day. But it's very, I like building things. I like, uh, I like startups and, and sort of doing, seeing, seeing what the world is and content and the whole world is going towards the fan duels 
of the world and the freedom that they allow. You see with a lot of um, a lot of sports personalities. I don't know if that, that network life is for me, Brian. So I'm doing my doing my own thing for now, but it's really fun. Well, congratulations. And you know, you know, I would always come on and talk to you, but when I was researching this, I saw that you know on your poster it says that you have current and former NFL stars that come on. Brian, I've asked you to come on the show. Mm -mm. No, that's what it says. That was the pitch. That was the pitch. No, I I would. Up and Adams with former and current NFL stars. Where does it say that? That's awful. See, I'll have to go light my hair on fire and fix that. Now, we've had all sorts of people on. You'll see in, in, in Super Bowl week, too. If you're at Super Bowl and I don't hear from you and I see that you're spotted somewhere, Brian, I'm. this is not going to be good. Up and Adams <laughs> will feature me at a moment very, very soon from now. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Have a great week. Thank you for always being so supportive. You are a, a sick pup when it comes to sports, and I can't love it more. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, 
Thank you for stopping by. Look, I I will come on up and Adams anytime you want. And yes, maybe I will see you at the end of the week in Arizona. And now, friends, please welcome the esteemed fantasy football commissioner of the office, fantasy football league, Stephen Salks. What's up, Stephen? Brian, so good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see you. How are you? Doing Happy well. New Year. Yeah, you too. You too. You're doing well? I'm doing well. How's yeah, the weather I mean, down south today? I, I have no complaints. I mean, it's rainy. Yeah, it's, it's rainy. rainy. It's here. rainy and cold, yeah. but it feels like football weather. I know, right? So, it's a real deal. I guess, I guess <laughs> it's not quite Arrowhead at night, but uh, it uh, it is a little chilly here in California. We have to talk about, Stephen, as uh, some of you may know, we just concluded our 18th year of the Office Fantasy Football League, one of the most dramatic or not endings in the history of the league. Another very messy um, ending. <laughs> another, another very, very messy ending. So give viewers a little bit of insight here. Um, the Office Fantasy Football League, we began in 2005. I looked it up. Tell people a little bit about, about the league. That league was started in 2005. I was not part of the league at that point. I came a year later. Okay. But um, it was all office cast and crew. That's right. And um, when, when I got in, it was the next year, and we've talked about this before, but how our draft went with the yellow legal pad and, and just how old school it was. But um, we pretty much had a base of, of managers for the whole time. I mean, we, I feel like we've had a, a good core. At least half the guys have been around since nearly the beginning. Yes. So it's become not only a long historic fantasy league. So there's a lot involved, a lot of connections and friendships in there, but it's a really, for me, it's what a way to stay in touch with you and with so many from a part of my life that I just want to keep in touch with. Uh, there's cast. Yeah, cast wise is you, Rain, John, Andy Buckley. That's right. That's it right now. Yeah. And, and then you. we have thank you. Yeah. And we have a sound guy. We've got a camera assistant. We have a PA. Writer. Writer. We have a old director who's also a a husband of a cast member. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lee a, Kirk, Jenna yeah. Fisher's uh, husband. We got but a he prop directed guy. on the show, so he, he was did. allowed no, in. No, no, that, that's right. Yes. That was the uh, <laughs> that was the door that opened. That was the he couldn't <laughs> join until he had actually worked on the show. I think that was that was the original rule. I think that's why he actually pushed to direct an episode. <laughs> <laughs> direct to get in to the office fantasy football league. Um now you have said in the past that being the commissioner, as Steven's been the commissioner for a long time now, that it's like uh, wrangling cats this year. Any better this year? It wasn't much better. It wasn't much better. You know, we it wasn't still much had, better. Yeah, I mean, in fact, uh, just listen, it, it, it's not much of an ante into this thing. We do have money on the line, but it's not much. That's Wrangling is really with just no. getting a pool of money together. But I think it's so little that it gets past people's, you know, minds. So I still like to collect the money, but 
going into championship week of the four teams that were there, three had not paid. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, and I didn't even ask because I was going, well, if you win, then you're going to have money coming to you. Might as well like limit the transactions here, Venmo transactions. Uh, but um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Look, we, we got to talk about the end. I posted it on my Instagram account. I made the Super Bowl. I made the finals. And I've made the finals as much or more than just about anyone. I've never won the damn thing. 18 years now. And we go into the finals. And I looked it up. I wrote it down. I posted it on Instagram the day of the game, unfortunately. I was projected to get 112.35 points. My competitor was locked, was done at 112.30 points. I had Josh Allen and and the tight end Knox, who, by the way, caught a touchdown in uh, the last four games that he played. This uh, week of the finals was the Cincinnati-Buffalo game, which was eventually canceled. Now, you know, it brings up, we, Stephen and I talked, I talked with Rain Wilson, various other members about what we do. And ultimately there was nothing to be done. Uh, the game wasn't played. The points couldn't be scored. And all the various sites were saying that it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's just like if, if one of the players got hurt and, and wasn't able to go, but nonetheless, it's a loss, a loss for me, your feelings about how we resolved. Yeah, let's start by saying, uh, thank God, Demar Hamlin is is okay, right? Thank God, because mm-hmm. of course I was watching the game, and I have never seen anything like it ever, never seen anything like it, and never been more sort of scared, nervous watching a football game in my life. It made me look on Amazon and see how much a defibrillator would be to have at home. $3,000, by the way, so I will really? not be doing, doing that. But I was like, wow, what if it's like okay. 500 bucks, I should just have one, right? I mean, but thank God he's fine and or he has survived, you know, and he looks fine. But when it comes down to just pure fancy numbers, a real bummer. I mean, like we said, it's messy, but it would have been okay to me to, I would have felt 100% about the decision I made along with taking into account what you had said, Rain Rain had input too because he was in the game for third place. And we all agreed on what to do, but I would have felt better if I hadn't added the points up for Allen and Knox in week 18 and then added that to your score because that was the only other option was do we just go to week 18 and see what Allen and Knox have and add that to your score like manually? And you you would have won by like a point and a half. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I really? thought I'd wait till now to was tell that, you. <laughs> was that was that other did other leagues do that? I had you because know, I looked under, uh, you know, I I looked at a lot of articles. I also talked to some friends and stuff. I had one friend that that did do that. I thought it was odd. Okay, to be honest, I thought it was odd to me when Demar went down and they decided to cancel a game, which is so rare. It has to be, to right. me, it has to be like your player is injured. He just isn't playing. Right. Um, the DeMar injury became an injury for the entire field of players to me. Right. 
But yes, you would have, uh, the way I figured it, you would have won 113.9 to 112.3. Oh and I did not know I that. Know. Well, listen, I, I, and to I, be clear, to be clear, you had mentioned that you've been in, you have never won, but you've been in the finals. You've been in the finals three times. Yeah. So you have three second place win, uh, three second places in this. And three you, second you, place losses. You've been three, you've been third <laughs> four times. So you're, you're, you're in there. You've got, as many trophies as anybody, so it, it that yeah. that made me feel bad. I still Not say the it one was the right counts. decision. I well, look, I I talked to somebody about this, and let's be very very clear. As Stephen mentioned before, there is uh, there is a a, a buy in a a friendly wager, if you will, but it is not a significant amount of money. I think that there I have heard of some other leagues chopping the money. For those for in that in this situation, it wasn't about the money. It was about winning because I haven't won, and it didn't happen, and nothing was going to make that happen. Unfortunately, I um, I looked back. I went. I went. I went into the the archives. My team name was the Kevins. Back yeah, that in was two thousand five. Mm-hmm. I then in two thousand six became Kevin's accountants. <laughs> and then I have stuck with the uh, bombers ever since. But you're actually BB bombers. What? Wait, what's the BB? Brian Bobgarner bombers? Is that what? Because BB BB so. bombers. Yeah, <laughs> BB bombers. Well, I think that's n- name and team name. I don't know. Something like that. What are what are weird names? We always have one of our guys, Chris Workman, talk about gore. It's oh yeah, right. Yeah, he's still Goran right now, and I think he used to be something like Gorgeous Gore or something, you know, like that. He loves Gore. gore. He's a big Niners yeah. fan. Two big Niners fans on the in, in the league. Uh, our other Niners fan is Mike Berlina, the prop guy. Yeah, he he was a prop guy on the office. He's no longer a property person, but his name is this year's name is the Crystal Shits, and that's been true for. Maybe like five or For six a while. years. No, I remember Rain shits. used to have like a funny. He used to have some funny names, but he's been Satan's ballerinas for a long time. He's been Satan's ballerinas. Uh, he is. He is certainly into it. I. I will tell. Rain offers the the worst trades, and I, I will. First off, let me say this: most points scored in the league this year, me. That's a that's a fact. That's not a brag. That's not a humble brag. That's just a fact. Most points scored in the league. And I made a mistake on draft day, though it turned out to be a beautiful a beautiful mistake. I uh, I drafted Waddle and Tyreek Hill both as our two uh, <laughs> wide receivers, both from the Dolphins. I didn't really mean to do that. I think I was just looking at best available in the moment. Rain was on me immediately trying to get <laughs> and offering me just garbage heat material to try to get one. He's like, you can't have two guys from one team. Now, of course, they ended up both being way up there in mm-hmm. fantasy as wide receivers. But uh, yeah, he's he's the worst. Let's and be you've had him on the, the podcast worst. to talk about that, too, about what he how he feels about yeah. his offers. Yeah. I mean, he he's pretty straightforward. Yeah. That the way he negotiates is just completely low balls at at first. Was it? Didn't he say something like yeah. going to a bazaar or something like going 
going to like a <laughs> flea market or something. He just says something yeah, like that. He, where it's like, that's what he tries to do. But then he yeah. bullies. That's his problem. He's a bull. He's a bullier. Um, I uh, look. I, it's so fun. It's so fun to do this every year because we do get back in touch and you know whether we are directly trash talking or not on a week to week basis it's so fun cuz it's by and large it is a very active and competitive league that people pay very close attention to and so that's fun to know that we're still we're still going at each other well and we've had a couple of times where we've um gotten I don't want to say gotten rid of someone, but we've, you know, they've left. We've had a couple of <laughs> managers leave we've, we've, because we've, we've pressured them so them, much yes. about not paying enough attention. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no names, right? But I mean, you got to be active. Yeah, you no can't. Names. You can't have players on the on, on your on your roster that are on bye weeks. That doesn't, you know, right? I, that can't happen. Right? Yeah. I mean, that, I I just think that's you legitimate for any. No one should put up with that. No league. No. No league. No league. Especially this league. (laughs) Most important league. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
As you mentioned before, you're a big Saints fan. Any specific memories for the Super Bowl from you, the <laughs> Saints finally winning after so much time in the garbage heap? Oh, so many times. I mean, you grew up a Falcons fan, no? Yeah. Did you, you grew up a Falcons fan? I mean, we, we know how rough it was for a long time, you know? So I remember just just seeing at halftime, the Saints were, they were behind, but they had scored a touchdown. I think it was like 10-7 or something at halftime of that Colts-Saints game. And just been like, we're just, at least we're in it. Like, we're doing it. Right. And to me, that the memory of that game was just about Sean Payton and and his, he just had huge balls that day. I mean, he's just really, I mean, with the onside kick, I mean, uh, opening I mean, of the uh, halftime onside kick, that changed everything. And I'll always remember that as a Saints fan. I think all Saints fans could can just go to their grave knowing, well, at least we, we, we won one. And that's, you know, that's a good point in when we talk about bad calls and stuff. I there's still the Saint that Saints team is known to be a dirty team. I mean, it goes down as like you know you've got what was it where they paid player what they called it Bounty Gate right and they were mm-hmm. like there's some rumors they were paying players to knock out different players or hurt players or something and there were some really like pretty borderline shots on Brett Favre in that N- NFC Championship game. Right. I think people tend to forget about that. You know, I mean, I, I think it can come back, but there's nothing that. You just kind of say it, and then you're just kind of maybe the sore loser. So I feel like no matter what happens in this Super Bowl <laughs> coming up, everyone's going to forget about these championship games and and the and the you know the bad refs, the calls. Whatever. People remember the strangest things. Think of like against the Saints. I think of the Seahawks, and Rain still says it too. He's a big Seahawks fan. Marshawn Lynch's um, run against us in the first round of the playoffs the year after the Saints won the Marshawn Lynch run that like he knocked over the entire Saints team and and carried them right. into the end zone. That's like one of the biggest plays for a Seattle Seahawks fan. It's like one of their biggest plays right. ever. They'll talk about and they lost the next week and they they were done. <laughs> right. I mean, think about Minnesota Vikings. They had the miracle in Minnesota against the Saints too. No time basically no time left to score a touchdown or like a Hail Mary type of thing and score a touchdown to win. Right. They still talk about that's like the Minneapolis miracle. It's like and and they lost right. the next week. You know, it's it's not like it right. propelled them to the Super Bowl. They lost. Right. But that's what they'll remember. It's just odd what people remember, but I don't think uh we'll be talking about the bad calls from yesterday. I don't think we'll be talking about it too long. I think right. we're gonna say, Hey, we're gonna be talking about hey, Mahomes gets two weeks to rest up and he's gonna be uh healthy and, and then, you know, those fans will get the payoff of winning the Super Bowl. They can never take it away from you, right? It's really great. I mean, as a fan, that has nothing to do with the game. <laughs> nothing to do. No influence at all. As much as we think that wearing a jersey or yelling at the TV is going to do something, it means something. And that's what's so great about sports. And so it's some, I remember holding my daughter and my son was uh, two weeks from being born when, that, when the Saints won the Super Bowl. And, and wow. I remember forever. It was fantastic. You know, one of the things that fascinates me that I've been thinking about the last couple of days is sports and entertainment or specifically the Super Bowl and entertainment. And we, what is on every list every year, the most watched television show every year is the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So 
it's like we think of those things as being so separate sports there's sports and then there's scripted television or there's reality television or whatever but in terms of entertainment which is ultimately what's what's on tv the super bowl is always listed and because it is more people are watching the super bowl than 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 anything else how do you view it do you view it as entertainment or is it sports is it something different i think the super bowl for the most part except for that saints game is entertainment to me because you kind of go in with what the halftime entertainment's going to be, even the national anthem, what that's going to be. Um, right. There's two weeks up to it of this whole thing you're following, you know, who, and you're watching press conferences. So to me, it's entertainment. I mean, obviously it is for so many people to watch that I have to think some, a big percentage of the, a, a fair percentage of those people are not diehard NFL fans. You know, they're just watching this. It's like how we, uh, We'll watch the World Cup, right? We're not watching soccer all year, probably. I mean, I'm not, but there are right. people around the world that are. But I'm saying we as a collective United States, we're, we're not really that involved. Or the Olympics, we're not watching gymnasts and volleyball players and the luge. We're not watching that all year round. But man, I'm really into the luge right. when it comes to the Winter Olympics because it's, it's, right. uh, it, it's, it, it, it means something like on a bigger, a different scale, right? So, and that becomes entertaining. That's entertainment. I mean, you look at 30 for 30 and all these sports related shows that are so captivating. And I mean, I can get my wife to sit down and watch a 30 for 30 and she's crying at the end. I mean, right. it brings what makes sports so great. It brings the feeling and the heart. And um, I, I see that every year in, in the Super Bowl, it, unless I've got a, a bet on it. I'm not really more than just entertainment, really. Well, that was going to lead me to my next question. You are you you a gambling guy? <laughs> Not like I for used entertainment to be. purposes. For entertainment purposes, completely responsible in a completely responsible way. Responsible in a, in a responsible way. Betting. Yeah, I don't think those two things go together. But <laughs> uh, I look. Have you looked at the line? Is it pretty even now, or what is it? It is as as we speak today. It is even. I don't think that's ever happened before in a Super Bowl. I I can't remember it either. And I saw something interesting. ESPN, I'm not doing an ad for ESPN, but ESPN has their FPI, which they call the Football Power Index. I'm not going to debate whether or not it's good or right or whatever. But I saw today the FPI has the Eagles favored at 50.1%. Over the Chiefs, which I guess would put them at forty nine point nine. That's how yeah. my math works. So tight. I can't believe that it's that. It's very interesting. You've got two quarterbacks that are are both hurting a little bit. Clearly, I think Hertz does have a shoulder issue. Obviously, uh, Mahomes has his leg issue. That to me says the game's going to be won in the trenches, which clearly for me favors the Eagles. Are you, do you have a lean who's going to win the game? Oh, it's, it is really tight. I mean, this could go down as one of the closest like betting odds in first Super Bowl ever. I mean, it could go to just a, a pick them, right? So you can go back and forth on this, but Mahomes really showed me something yesterday. I mean, he was not healthy. First of all, when he had the higher ankle sprain, that's like a, a week. You're out weeks on a high, for for that. You know, I don't know how he he did it, but 
he looked good. You can tell he was hurt, though. And his line, man, nobody even touched him. Nobody. He, he was so protected. They do right. such a great job. But those Eagles, that, that defense is just ready to make a play. That defense is ready to change it. And I really feel like a defense wins you the championship. Okay. Although, this could be a really high-scoring game. <laughs> so let's go back and forth. Mahomes, five years hosting five AFC championship games at home. Mm. Never happened before. Is, mm. this, uh, is this a dynasty that we're witnessing? I mean, he, he definitely... I mean, he's still young. What is he, 27? 28? Okay. He, I, I, I think of him... and you, Okay, you think of the GOAT, right? You think of Brady. And you think of like where he was at this point in his career. Right. Brady, you know, I think Brady won his first three Super Bowls at least. So, so you know, if Patrick wins this one, he'd be two out of three. Um, but Brady didn't have the, wasn't MVP like Mahomes has been. I think he's MVP twice. Uh, Mahomes has got a chance to like, he wins. If, if Kansas City wins this game, it changes a lot. This is really, of will form his, his career in, in a really amazing way. Like he, he's, he's fantastic. But when you look at like a dynasty, if, if, if Kansas city wins, man, it's, it can happen. It's alive. Uh, Kevin Malone, a big fan of the <laughs> Eagles. He would be, uh, he would be very happy. And you know, here's the crazy thing with an entirely new roster an entirely new set of coaches Philly has a chance to win two pretty close together themselves. It's very impressive to see how they have changed and adjusted this year. They're playing great football. It's, it's really fun to watch. It's really fun to watch. Yeah. They're a totally different organization and team really. I mean, there's nothing that reminds me of that championship team from five years ago. Really? The uniforms. No. <laughs> uniforms but how fun i have a i have a feeling that, that this is a this is a a very likable team i have a feeling that the city of philadelphia is really behind this team like really enjoys this team maybe because they're young but it feels like a team that has gotten the city swept up with them if that makes sense it does it's crazy because you know we we're fans of teams and had a little bit of down years our teams this year and you know, then you've got other teams that you kind of like or players that you root for. And then it comes down to it and you think, okay, I don't even care anymore. I don't even care. And then these two weeks happen and you hear the storylines and you f follow the players and their stories. And you've got Andy Reid and you've got the whole deal. And I'm in. I'm hooked. I can't, I can't help it. Oh, yeah. And I guess it's, I guess it's like, what uh people who watch the bachelor if you want to call it reality tv to me sports that's how i would define it to me sports is is the best of of reality tv as long we as, as a species are all in to follow stories like this i mean humans do this i never thought i would get so involved i mean someone put on a show on tv like last year i remember watching i was like i'll watch it with you guys i guess and then i'm like binge watching is this cake, you know, like, or, <laughs> or something ridiculous show that I'm like, Oh, or, or yeah, the bachelor or something. I'm like, what, what, this has no meaning in my life, but it does right now, you know? So yeah, these two weeks of hype, man, you can get sucked in and it's going to be fun. By the way, this is cake was pretty bad. 
<sighs> yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, by the way. Uh, I want to ask you again about your podcast that you host with Lori, who also worked on The Office, lest we forget. If we knew then a Down Syndrome Advocacy podcast, you've had some amazing guests on how's it how's it going and and do you feel like you're you're making headway in in diverse casting and inclusion in hollywood as they call it i I feel like there's change being made i mean there's constant change being made you know when we started the podcast my son liam who is turning 13 next month was born with down i know that's crazy he was born and we were still you know working on the show but he was born with Down syndrome, and I mean, it it blew us away when we got that diagnosis. It really did. It, it, I felt like our whole world was crumbling. But that's natural because we only know all this negative stuff from what Down syndrome is. If it's not only perception of what the, your child's going to be, but also maybe some health concerns and stuff like that. But as I've gone through this journey, we've seen a lot of great change. Inclusion is a hot word right now. Diversity is a hot word. And and I think the Down syndrome community is willing to ride those coattails, you know, and try to be included in that. I I didn't go to school with anybody with Down syndrome. I, I doubt you did either. They were usually put in another classroom, probably on the other side of campus. You didn't have recess and lunch with these these students. And so you didn't know them and, and you maybe made fun of them and you they were an easy scapegoat. But having anyone in our classroom, including someone with Down syndrome, and including them changes lives. It, it's not just that having diversity in the classroom is something we should do just to do it. We should do it because it's good for us. I mean, I didn't go to school with anyone but people that look like me, you know, white Catholics. I went to a private school in elementary school, and it wasn't until I was in high school that I went to school with anybody that was a different race than than me. And I mean, I I missed out. Right. So I do hear the call for, oh, it's good for Liam to be in the classroom in seventh grade. And, you know, so he can model off of his peers. And I I go, yeah, there's plenty of reason not to model off of the typical seventh grade. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) um, but, you know, Liam brings stuff to the classroom too. He's an asset in the classroom as well. And I think that's what we're finding. I think that's what people are starting to to understand but yeah we've had some great guests on the show and and the last time i was on was in 2021 like end of 2021 i think and after that liam uh, did a movie with lena dunham um what what happened was we do a we participate in in the easter seals disability film challenge every year which is a weekend to make a film about diversity have someone in it right or or behind the scenes that has a disability and lena dunham i guess came across liam in one of these films and and auditioned him and and he was in a movie called sharp stick with with her she plays his mom and john bernthal plays his dad it was fantastic and she was able to come onto the show and and we talked about diversity in all different ways not just disability and then we we also had oh we had paul tesori and his wife michelle he's a pga tour caddy for webb simpson and his son oh, yeah yeah uh, Isaiah has uh, Down syndrome, and we talked to them. They're, they've got a great foundation, the Tesori Family Foundation. We also had Ted Green, who is a documentarian. He visited us to talk about his most recent film, 
the best we've got is the Carl Erskine story. Carl Erskine was a Dodgers pit- pitcher, longtime Brooklyn Dodger pitcher, and and then later LA Dodger pitcher. He was a teammate, close friend of Jackie Robinson, and then later on a father of a person with Down syndrome. And and we just kind of talk about how he played kind of pioneering roles in in both those human rights movements, you know, uh, which closely mirror each other. We we come to find out. That's awesome. But it's been really fantastic. I, I think there's, you know, we always want change to happen really fast. And that's just not how it happens, you know. So, uh, right. But it, we're moving the right direction. That's awesome. Well, congratulations uh, on that. It's always fun to talk to you. It was a, a heartbreaking, but very strange. I mean, that was the thing. And when you and I talked, uh, you know, me not winning once again, but as you said, with what was happening with DeMar Hamlin, it was like, well, we can't really complain about this. This is a dumb little game. This is a dumb little game. And I always know that fantasy is a dumb little game, even compared to the actual games that are happening and people's (laughs) livelihood and, and, and so forth. But in this situation, yeah, there was just sort of there. There was no complaining uh, to be had. Uh, enjoy the I Super Bowl. I had a pretty Bowl. interesting uh, text with you, and and your text to me really stood out as something that transcended the situation. You had said that to be flat out, you thought Monday night was going to be a shootout, and you felt very confident going into the game that you were going to win. Yeah, and I get it, but I remember you saying. But you can't make a determination based on what ifs. Yeah. And it is what it is. And it is what it is. I thought that that says a lot about you, Brian. And that's a great way to uh, great attitude, obviously, not just for fantasy football, but just. <laughs> yeah. <life. laughs> yeah. Well, Stephen, thank you so much. Thank you, Brian. It was great. Steven, you're the best. Thank you for stopping by. And yes, this year, year 19, this is the year that I finally win the league. I know it. Listeners, thank you as always for tuning in. Have a great time watching the game, the big game, the Super Bowl on Sunday. And then come back next week for another guest, our Valentine's Day episode So come and hang with me and someone who really, really knows the weather. Until then, have a great week. Off the Beat is hosted and executive produced by me, Brian Baumgartner, alongside our executive producer, Ling Lee. Our senior producer is Diego Tapia. Our producers are Liz Hayes, Hannah Harris, and Emily Carr. Our talent producer is Ryan, Papa Zachary, and our intern is Sammy Katz. Our theme song, Bubble and Squeak, performed by the one and only Creed Bratton. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. 
Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.